you ready to hear a story? Kia ora everyone. Thanks for the intro, Ivy. Ka pai to mahi. You did great. Today's story is called Waldo Rescues Gerald by Nigel Blakey. It's about a rescue helicopter pilot named Waldo who helps people and animals out of tricky situations. Let's get started. Waldo is a helicopter pilot who lives on an island way out in the deep blue sea. The island is surrounded by sandy beaches with palm trees and fruit trees of all kinds. Flying around in the clear blue sky are parrots that are all the colours of the rainbow. There's a volcano in the shape of an upside-down ice cream cone right in the middle of Waldo's Island. It rises so high in the sky that sometimes clouds cover the top. Waldo has three helicopters on his island. Huey Heavy Lift, Sam Superfast and the Little General. Waldo loves to help people, they just have to call him on the phone. One day there was a very happy giraffe called Gerald who lived at the zoo. But today he was very sad because last night a strong wind had blown the roof off his giraffe house. Gerald liked his house the way it was. It was just the right size for him. He didn't have to duck his head when he walked through the doorway and it was close to all his friends at the zoo. He had a nice big green and grassy field to walk around in and he could talk to his friends over the high fence that went all around his yard. But now he would get soaking wet if it rained. We'll have to have a new roof put on your house today, said Jill, one of Gerald's keepers. How would you like to go to the beach while your house is getting a new roof, she said standing on her tiptoes. You bet I would, exclaimed Gerald. He was so excited that his ears stuck straight out. He'd never been to the beach before, but had heard people talking about it, and it sounded wonderful. Bill, Gerald's other keeper, unlocked Gerald's yard gate to let him out. Be a good giraffe and just walk up the ramp into your travel box, Gerald, and we'll be off to the beach. The sun hung lazily in the sky like a hot orange beach ball as the truck drove out of the zoo gates and zoomed along down the motorway. I am really, really looking forward to going to the beach, Gerald said to himself as he travelled downtown with his keepers. The big buildings in town were even taller than Gerald. They stretched right up into the sky and had many windows. One of the tall buildings had a clock right on the very top of it. The clock had a big smile on its face and waved its hands at Gerald as its truck went by. The truck turned onto the road at the waterfront and Gerald could see boats of all different sizes and colours. Bill, Jill and Gerald passed the place where the seaplanes were taking off across the water, taking people to some of the small islands that Gerald could see a long way off. A small plane flew overhead. Gerald looked up and thought sadly, I wonder what it's like to fly. I'd like to try it, but I guess I'm too tall to fit in a plane. Soon, Bill, Jill and Gerald were driving out in the country in the clean, fresh air. On either side of the road were cows eating the lush green grass. Hello, called Gerald as they drove by. Hello, answered the cows. 
There was a stream with four ducks swimming and splashing around in it. A small white fluffy animal at the water's edge looked up at the sound of the truck. I wonder what it is, thought Gerald. Hello, he called out. Hello, replied the fluffy white animal. The truck turned onto a narrow dirt road, which was the road that led to the beach. The trees on both sides hung down so low that Gerald had to dodge them. The truck drove across a small bridge over the stream. Suddenly there was a loud crash, bang, and Gerald nearly fell over as Bill suddenly slammed on the brakes. What was that? Bill and Jill said at the same time, their eyes wide with surprise. Look, Bill, said Jill, pointing behind them. The bridge has collapsed, she exclaimed. Phew, that was close, said Bill as he glanced in his rearview mirror. Screech! Bill slammed on the brakes again. Gerald nearly fell over. Again! What happened, Bill? said Gerald. I nearly fell over. Sorry, Gerald, said Bill. The bridge in front of us is too low for us to go under, but we can't go back because the bridge behind us has collapsed. We're stuck. I guess we can't go to the beach then, said Gerald. He was very sad and hung his head. I really wanted to go to the beach, he mumbled quietly. His mouth went down at the sides and his ears flopped over his eyes so no one could see the tears that were starting to come. What do we do now, said Jill. Don't worry, I have a plan, said Bill. Bill and Jill helped Gerald out of his box and into the paddock by the stream. The four ducks that saw Gerald before had swum up the stream and the little white fluffy thing was trotting along beside them on the bank. Jill will stay with you, Gerald, while I go and call for help, said Bill. Okay, said Gerald in a sad voice as he lifted one ear up from his eye and put it down again. The white fluffy thing trotted happily over to Gerald and said, Hello. Gerald lifted up one ear to see who was talking. Who and what are you? He asked, bending his neck a long way down. I'm Tweed. Harris Tweed. And I'm a lamb, said Harris, the white fluffy thing. Then the ducks came waddling over to where Gerald was standing. Hello. I'm Desmond the Daddy Duck, and this is my family. What's your name? Hello, I'm Gerald the Giraffe, said Gerald, lifting up his other ear so he could see the ducks. What do ducks do? asked Gerald. We swim and we fly, Desmond replied. Ooh, can you show me how to fly? asked Gerald. All the ducks flapped their wings and flew into the air past Gerald's head as he twisted around to watch them in wonder. Then Desmond Daddy Duck landed on Gerald's shoulders. If you bend your neck down, Gerald, we could play a sliding game, he said. Gerald leaned right down, so close to the ground that he could smell the flowers. Gerald giggled as the whole duck family kept sliding down his neck, laughing and flapping their wings. Harris was giggling and dodging them as they landed on the grass and then began running zigzag between Gerald's long legs, making zooming sounds. Meanwhile, Bill had walked back to the zoo truck, grabbed his cell phone and called Waldo, the famous helicopter pilot. Hello, is that Waldo? 
This is Bill from the zoo. Our zoo truck is stuck near the beach. Can you come and help us? Bill told Waldo what had happened. I'll be with you before you can say Gerald's great-grandmother gets greedy grabbing grass, said Waldo. Waldo grabbed his cap and some heavy ropes from the hangar where he was working and walked quickly towards Huey Heavylift. Right, Huey, we have a heavy lift job to do, said Waldo. Soon everyone could hear Waldo and Huey flying towards them. When they landed, Waldo switched off Huey's engines and hopped out. Huey was much bigger than Gerald's truck and stronger than ten elephants. He was the colour of sand on the beach where Gerald wanted to go. Hello everyone, Waldo called out. Hello Waldo, they all said together. I'm sorry we can't get to the beach today, Gerald, said Jill. Gerald hung his head and his ears drooped over his eyes again. Sometimes things don't happen the way we want them to, and we can be sad or we can be glad. Why don't I take you for a flight instead, said Waldo. Whoopee, exclaimed Gerald. Can I bring my friends? Take Harris with you and we'll fly along beside you. It'll be good practice for the ducklings, said Desmond. Gerald's ears stood straight up and he had a smile as wide as his neck was long. Gerald and Harris climbed into the travel box. Huey started his engines and his rotor blades made a lot of noise as he lifted off the ground. He hovered over the box while Bill hooked up the ropes. Okay, Huey, let's show Gerald and Harris what it's like to fly, said Waldo. Huey rose higher into the air and went forward very fast. He turned left and then right with the ducks following his every move. Wow, said Gerald. Huey, you sure can fly. Huey then shot off over the hills with the ducks still following and swooped down to the beach on the other side. He flew low over the water, making waves with the wind from his rotor blades. Gerald and Harris thought this was fantastic and were having the best day ever. Huey and the ducks flew back and landed near the zoo truck. Thanks, that was brilliant, said Harris as he climbed out of Gerald's box. Jill said to Waldo, Bill's on the phone to the bridge engineers and we'll have to wait here until they come and fix the bridge. So could you take Gerald and me back to the zoo? Sure thing called Waldo. Climb in and we'll be off. Okay, Huey, let's give Gerald and Jill a great flight home, said Waldo. Huey flew high into the sky and headed back to the zoo. Bill and Gerald's new friends all waved. See you later, Gerald, they called. As they were coming to land at the zoo, Gerald could see all his friends who were looking up at him in astonishment. Wow, is that Gerald way up there, said Simon the skunk. He sure is high today. Waldo and Huey put Gerald's box down right in front of his own giraffe house, which now had a brand new roof. Jill hopped out and unhooked Gerald's box from Huey, who moved away to land on some grass nearby. Did you have a good time, Gerald? asked Simon the skunk as Jill unlocked the ramp to Gerald's box. You bet I did. I'm so happy. I've made some new friends and I've been flying. I never thought I would do that. And I saw the beach too, said Gerald with a big grin on his face. 
His eyes were wide with excitement and his ears stuck straight up. Gerald could see Waldo walking over towards him. Thanks for a wonderful day, Waldo, he said. I'm glad you had such a good day, said Waldo with a big smile. Even if things don't always turn out the way we thought they would, we can still be happy because something better might happen instead. Like today, you made some new friends, flew high in the sky and saw the beach. Waldo picked up his ropes and waved goodbye to all the animals at the zoo. Bye Waldo and Huey, everyone shouted and waved as they flew home to Waldo's island where the sun always shines. Waldo had some dinner, then had a bath and went to bed, just like you. I hope you enjoyed that story. I did. Here's a fun fact for you. The author of that story, Nigel Blakey, actually used to be a helicopter pilot himself. Cool, eh? Also very cool are all the fantastic reviews you've been sending us. Here's one from Hugo and Jasper from Qatar. We love it. We have been listening for almost 18 months now and can't imagine bedtime without your stories. Hugo, five years old, loves Silly Buffy Bunny. And Jasper, four years old, likes the first one as he's always asleep by the end of it. And here's one from Willem in New Zealand. Kia ora, my name is Willem. I'm five years old and I live in Picton, New Zealand. I love listening to Buffy Bunny Can't Cook and the best Christmas ever. My little brother and sister don't listen to your stories yet, but I listen to them every night in bed. Ivy, who's almost six and also from New Zealand, says she likes story time because it takes her mind off falling asleep, which can sometimes be hard. Her favourite stories are the ones with Buffy Bunny. Josh says, I find your stories amazing. I am 12 and there is a lot of diversity in your content. And finally, we have one from Paige, who's four years old. She says, thank you for the stories. I listen to them at breakfast and in the car. My favourite is Billy the Bathtub because he lives in Winnipeg, just like me. It's so great to hear you're enjoying our stories. You guys are the best. Thanks so much. Until next time, enohora. Goodbye. Enohora. I'm done.